Protest and the road to the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon. It's uh, John DePietro coming to you right outside of Veterans Auditorium. Actually, I'm going to remove this just for uh, this portion. Is um, As we're getting set for the Governor Amundo press briefing that's going to be going on, folks, in less than an hour. And it is a big one. And we're going to be uh, bringing it to you live. And then we have a lot to get to in the meantime. But I want to welcome in everybody that is tuning in on Facebook Live. And then those that are uh, listing on AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always um, listen online at the website, petro.com. This portion of the program, folks, who's brought to you, remember, this is the time of year. I mean, take advantage. You definitely want to take advantage. We have a big program in store. Pat Cordelesa is going to join me momentarily. But remember, excuse me, if you're thinking of um, you'd like to be a little more liquid and uh, cash in some gold, then you want to call our friend Leo at Vero Industries today, 401-434-8900, 401-434-8900, Vero Industries. Over 40 years experience buying gold, silver, other precious metals, whether it's old, broken, or new. Folks, write down that number, 434-8900. He'll give you the most money, the highest price for your gold, silver, or other precious metals. Vero Industries, call Leo, 401 401- 434-8900. Two, two locations, East Providence and Warwick. Weekend and evening appointments are available as well. It's Vero Industries buying gold, silver, other precious metals. Right now is the time. V-E-R-O. Call them at 434-8900. 434-8900 for Vero Industries. Well, folks, good afternoon on this Wednesday. We have a lot of news to get to. We do have a special guest who's uh, waiting in the wings. We're going to talk to in just a moment. That's exactly right. I have it posted. Uh, people are saying Nicholas Scagaloni. I have it posted on petro.com that um, I just, this is a little bit, we've been uh, waiting for this shoe to drop. Thank you very much, Amory. 434-8900 for Vero Industries. Folks, but the FBI, Providence Police, it looks like they believe they have their suspect. And that is uh, the night of the riot, the Providence riot, where you saw two individuals seemingly set that Providence Police cruiser on fire. And they arrested the first one last Friday, and now they have the second one they believe in custody. Uh, haven't seen a photo of him, but he'd certainly, you know, I read the affidavit. And if you go to uh, the website, to petro.com, we have the, some of the information that they put out. And uh, it certainly seems to be the individual that they're looking for. And at the very least, he is the individual that matches up on the tape. So if you haven't seen that, uh, go to the website, to petro.com. Now, as I mentioned, coming up in just a few moments, he is here. Pat Cotalesa is going to join us. And he is uh, running in Cranston. Um, I want everyone, if you know someone in Cranston, you're in Cranston, pay attention. Uh, we're going to have Pat Cotalesa. He is challenging Hannah Gallo, Senator Gallo, for that Senate seat, state Senate in Cranston. We're going to talk to Pat coming up in just a few moments. Now, folks, coming up at 1 o'clock. Now, we're going to carry it. I'm going to be inside. If we could just flip. Hi there, Anna DePippo. I'm going to be uh, right inside. There's the uh, Veterans Auditorium. And we are in Providence, right across from the Rhode Island State House, where uh, it's a little bit of like the, the media village, as they call it. You can see I'm panning uh, for those that are watching on, on Facebook Live. You can see a little bit of the Channel 10. That's where they do their noon setup and so forth. And then we're right across. Now, this is a big one today. Um, this is uh, very big today with what's going to happen with, in fact, uh, Governor Amundo. And a big question, those that are waiting for information on the schools, the governor is expected to give an update on this. Now, also, folks, we learned Governor Mundo is going to be part of the Democrat convention tonight. She's hosting some kind of a town hall meeting. And Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal is the one that came out with it. The Mundo people not pumping that in any way, but it's very odd. I think probably because they don't want the governor's message to be distracted with her talking about the schools and just being the governor and doesn't want they, she doesn't want to give I don't think her critics an opportunity to say oh you know she's distracted but folks right now at 10 minutes past 12 and again good afternoon everyone it's John DePietro Governor Mundo press briefing coming up at one o'clock right uh, across from the state house and we're going to carry it live but if you were watching <coughs> excuse me it's a dry cough it's not COVID 
If you're watching some of the convention coverage last night. Now, first of all, I didn't know what to make when they showed the Rhode Island thing with the calamari. But apparently it was a big hit. Uh, for those that if you haven't seen it, I do have it on the Facebook page, John DePietro Show. We have some alternate photos as well. They panned around. It's probably the best thing they did was the roll call. They went around to the 50 different states. Now, that was a taped message he did at Oakland Beach. I talked about it last hour with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Uh, But as hokey as it was, and Joe McNamara in Oakland Beach hawking calamari with someone from Iggy's dressed like he's a ninja or looked like an ISIS executor holding the plate of calamari. He's talking about the comeback of calamari, whatever the hell it was. But it was a big hit. It was trending. It's been written about. So it was like a quirky thing. You know, one thing about McNamara, he has not been a good Democrat chairman. But now, forever, like that will be his big moment. I don't know how they came up with it. I don't know whose idea that was. <laughs> I believe that is his district where Iggy's is right in the Oakland Beach. But, uh, but that was a funny moment for Rhode Island. As far as the rest of the night, folks, they still have not made the case that Biden is the guy over President Trump. Now, I didn't like seeing Colin Powell last night. I don't like when we get these former Republicans bashing the president. And listen, Joe Biden, without question, he is not Hillary Clinton. He's a decent guy. He has had he has uh, re- uh, recovered through remarkable tragedy and turmoil in his life. And anyone, if you want to be objective, Jill Biden was highly likable last night. They are impressive people. They're good people. He is not the person to run the country. President Trump, folks, the momentum is back. And I also want to make mention that was embarrassing yesterday. Our delegation, David Cicilline in front of the post office perpetuating this fraud myth about the post office. Folks, the way they do the mail, the U.S. post office loses an average of $8 billion a year. They have a monopoly. You're the only ones that handle the mail. Should be a, If this were the, a private enterprise, be well, you see, it's Amazon. It's a license to print money. But the U.S. Postal Office, with seven unions, they've lost $78 billion since 2007. Wildly outdated, inefficient, The method of which they use, which is they go in, they sort through all the mail, then they deliver the mail. That's why you get your mail at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, sometimes 3.30. I've had like 4 o'clock. I'm waiting for the the, the mail person. All they're saying is, listen, go in and then sorts through the mail. But at at a certain time, you have to get out and then deliver the mail. And then the next day, you just go and get it. But Cicilline yesterday with Reed Landrin White House in front of the main post office, not far from here. Uh, 146 Corliss Avenue. And this actually over my shoulder, trying to say that we're removing post office boxes and uh, that they're trying to slow down the mail and all this other. That, that is complete. Those pictures that Cicilline was holding up, folks, completely false. That wasn't in Rhode Island. Uh, there were certain machines that they're not using that they're trying to get out of date. There's a new postmaster, and the guy is there to try to streamline the process. 4.30 every day, get the mail. Think of that. That's crazy. And they get overtime. Oh, I get overtime because I have to sort through the mail. I mean, come on. The, 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 the post office is hardly, like, efficient. That's why, uh, you know, that, that's why UPS has been so effective and, and all these other carriers. So that was an embarrassing moment yesterday. And But, folks, the momentum is shifting because, as I said yesterday, what you're seeing with this Democrat convention is, in fact, is they're not making the argument for Biden. Their entire argument is that it should not be Trump. And the more momentum President Trump has, and, again, we're going to talk to Pat Cordeles in just a moment, who uh, has worked, been part of the Trump campaign, and now he's got his own race. Many of you remember him from he ran a very, very strong campaign against Nelly Gorbia. I believe he should have won that election. I voted for him in 2018. I'm encouraging everyone to vote for him in Cranston. Uh, Pat would have cleaned up our voter rolls. But this business <coughs> that somehow Joe Biden is going to lead the country over President Trump, folks, the more that President Trump can narrow the polls and make it a close election. It's going to force Biden out of the basement, and that's going to bode well for the president. And by the way, now next week is the Republican convention. I believe they're doing a lot of the right things uh, right now, the Trump people. I think they're watching what works, what doesn't work. I also love next week we know, speaking at the convention, are going to be that couple from St. Louis, the gun couple. They're scheduled to speak. And now we've also learned that Nick Sandman, 
the kid that was uh, completely slandered by the Washington Post, these other organizations when they were down in D.C., he's also scheduled to speak. I think next week, and folks, we'll have full coverage of the Republican Convention next week. Now, if you are a parent or a grandparent, there's Dennis O'Reilly. Folks, you want to pay attention. Coming up at 1 o'clock, there's two key elements that Governor Mundo needs to address. One is the situation with the schools, and another situation is... um, The people that don't want to go back in person have been citing the John Hopkins numbers. But the John Hopkins numbers have come back into focus. And the the Rhode Island numbers right now for the virus continue to drop. And when the John Hopkins kind of got on the same parallel that we're using, the numbers were cut in half to almost like 2% of the virus. So Rhode Island, without question, for the most part, not all communities, but most are safe and ready for in-person learning. And it should be in-person learning. I'm not saying all. Uh, Providence, Pawtucket, and Central Falls, they are on their own. But the numbers are much lower. The other side, which you need to understand, is the teachers' union and these other groups. Folks, as I've told you, they don't want anyone going back. They don't want anyone going back. And that's why it was so embarrassing last week. And let's see if Governor Mundo uh, amends her remarks about Warwick throwing in the towel. And there was a huge thing in the journal the other day I saw. But that's coming up at one. You don't want to miss that. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by R&R Roofing. Listen, this is a perfect time. The next few weeks and months, this is the time to get your roof in order. Call R&R Roofing today at 823-1330. Richard Rossi, R&R Roofing, 401-823-1330. All work guaranteed, free estimate, over 40 years experience in business, fully insured license, Rated number one A-plus by the Better Business Bureau and number one by Angie's List. It's R&R Roofing. Call them today, 401-823-1330, 401-823-1330 for R&R Roofing. Well, folks, good afternoon. <coughs> Again, I apologize for the dry cough. It's not COVID. It's John DePietro. Hi there, and good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. If you are watching, please do a thumbs up. You can always share that you're watching. I also want to just a special mention this afternoon, I will be doing a Facebook Live special this afternoon between 4 and 5 at the Trump Store, New England for Trump, the Trump Store on Mineral Spring Avenue, North Providence. So come by. It's at the very bottom of Mineral Spring, right at Foot Care of Rhode Island. But I've been there before. It's a great location. There's plenty of free parking. It's down uh, to the end as you're getting closer to 295. It's that part of uh, Smith Street in North Providence. This afternoon, we're going to have Trump giveaways. Uh, they have great merchandise. They also have Back the Blue merchandise. I would love to see you stop down this afternoon. I will be at the Trump store, uh, Facebook Live, sometime between 4 and 5. I'm not exactly sure of the time. I'm waiting to see if the FBI, uh, what they do there at their press briefing regarding the arrest with the uh, Providence arson suspect. So, folks, again, uh, good afternoon. Those that are tuning in, it's the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. All work is guaranteed, uh, 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available. If you have an appliance that's not working properly, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. That's exactly right, Kath. Close to uh, Centerdale is where the uh, Trump store is. So I'm not sure. It'll be sometime between 4 and 5, but we're going to be doing Facebook Live from there. We'll have Trump giveaways. That's later this afternoon. The weather's fine, by the way, but we'll be inside and outside. Now, folks, again, before we bring in uh, Pat Cordalesa, who's going to be my special guest. The thing you have to remember is the Democrat convention, this entire messaging, it's not geared towards you and it's not geared towards me. It is entirely geared towards independent Republican leaning voters in the swing states, in the battleground states. So the entire message, that's what it's designed for. I'm not convinced that they are accomplishing that. I saw a, a poll yesterday Four out of five voters are against defund the police. And that is the Democrat Party, is defund the police. 
So that bodes well for President Trump. But whenever you're watching last night, or it's also again tonight, uh, Kamala Harris is going to speak, and then Joe Biden tomorrow night. Whenever you're watching that, just keep in mind, folks, it's it's certainly not aimed for us. Because I'll say this. How about the fact AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, did not even mention Joe Biden last night. But whenever you're watching that, it's not geared for me. It's not geared towards you. It's geared for Pennsylvania, Michigan, Florida, Arizona. I'm sorry to say it used to be a red state. North Carolina, Wisconsin. Maybe Minnesota, uh, but it is geared for suburban, independent women voters in those states. That's really what the messaging is for. And I don't think it's resonating. I haven't seen anything yet that I believe is going to make a difference. So we'll see over the next two nights. But I think, folks, President Trump, as you know, continues to make the case that we want four more years. You know, the more that they attack him last night, the more I actually like the president when you're seeing the likes of the crowd against him. If Bill Clinton is against you, you're doing something right. If AOC is against you, you're doing something right. There's no way I am voting for that crowd. No way. But also, you can weigh in at the uh, Facebook page, John DePietro Show on Facebook. What did you think of um, <clears throat> Rhode Island last night? I mean, the moment in the spotlight, 30 seconds, and then they're hawking the... Uh, Calamari. All right, folks, let's bring him on. Oh, I got to put on my mask as well. So um, he is running. Uh, pay attention, everyone in Cranston. Although, folks, this is one of those races that we are going to follow. But I'd like to be, uh, anyone that knows me, uh, like to be safe through the whole thing. So if we sit him right there. Now, Pat, you have a seat. And then, oh, good. Oh, we can see you. We can see you fine. Uh, is our friend, folks, Pat Cordalesa. Good afternoon, Pat. Good afternoon, uh, John, and all your viewers today. How are you? Folks, Pat is running, uh, and I want you to clarify for everyone, you're running against Cranston State Senator Hannah Gallo. It's uh, District 27. It encompasses Dina States, Garden City, part of Pontiac Avenue, a little part of uh, Western Cranston, and a small part of West Warwick, which is off the 37 exit. Now, Pat, what type of folks, let's give a big thumbs up to everybody watching on uh, Facebook Live. You can see the nice state house behind me. And uh, Pat, who is a very polished, uh, handsome individual. What have you, uh, what are you hearing so much so far as you're out on the campaign trail? The residents and the, the taxpayers of, of my district, and I think Rhode Island, are so frustrated of what's going on, uh, how the state is being operated. Uh, how the federal funds are not getting to the right sources. The people are really upset. And, um, you know, I'm addressing these issues. And if they vote me in, I am going to streamline government. I'm going to focus on every contract. As you know, my opponent uh, votes on union contracts as she works for the school department. Complete total, um, you know, conflict of interest. She enhances her own golden parachute. And there's so many other issues. Uh, the Evergreen contract. There's, uh, you know, the uh, anti-gun crusade. Uh, I'm a pro-Second Amendment, pro-life candidate. Uh, she uh, she endorsed the late-term abortion issue, uh, which is really upset in my area because we have several churches there. It was a very, wow. it's a very Catholic area. That's right. She endorsed abortion at birth legislation. It's it's pretty outrageous. It's unimaginable, Pat. Yeah, it's 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 horrifying, actually. But to get back to the economic issues of the state, um, it's really a, it's really a tough situation right now. So if I'm given the opportunity by those uh, voters in that district, I'm going to go in there and clean house, get a big broom, sweep the stables clean from the horse manure, basically, which is right over my shoulder, by the way. And I'm not here mincing my words. I'm going to go in there and really fight hard for the taxpayers. No one controls me. I'm not owned by anybody. No special interests. No unions. So I'm going to protect the taxpayers because ultimately it's their dime that's being spent out of their pocket. And let me tell you, we're facing a $600 million shortfall. Where that money comes from, nobody knows. There's no budget in place. Uh, the governor, for whatever reason, wants to keep the legislators away from that issue. And uh, ultimately, the, the bills are going to come due. And unfortunately, the taxpayer is going to have to pay for it. No truck tolls, no car tolls, stuff like that is off the table with me. I will throw those bills right in the trash bucket. And um, that's the way I'm going to be there. Focus intensely on the money that's going out. Millions of dollars. 
and there's no return for the taxpayers. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DiPietro. Again, we're uh, coming to you from right outside Veterans Auditorium and right across from the Rhode Island State House. We're coming up at uh, 1 o'clock today. Governor Armando will be giving her press briefing right inside the Veterans Auditorium. But with me right now is candidate Pat Cordalesa. And Pat is running. Now, this is an interesting district, though, because part of it is Cranston, but also part of it I can see. It's um, and just right in here. It's District 27. This is for the Senate. Part of it's also in West Walwood. A very small part, maybe about 800 voters. It's right off 37 when you go off by the uh, APEC, um, the mall area. So uh, we were over there over the weekend. We loved it. Met a lot of voters. Uh, my signs are going out. I have to order new signs. The people are energized with people who want to fight back, and we're not the same old, uh, you know, basic politician. We're not going to kiss anyone's behind, basically. I'm going in there and do what I have to do. If we can get it done, we will do it. There's a bunch of other good candidates. Cranston's a hotbed of Republican uh, candidates right now, all great people. And I think um, you're going to see a big, big uh, reflection on that in the the November 3rd election. Key is that um, the Democrats seem to be scared to challenge the, the, the unruly mobs of people that are destroying property. Uh, attacking police officers and um, causing mayhem. And the average Rhode Island voter, resident, they want their property protected. Doesn't matter if it's a Democrat, Republican, Independent. They want law and order, and the Democrats will not call out these unruly mobs. The genie's out of the bottle, as they say. They thought they could use it and take, it's a political, you know, windfall for them. And but it's been now it got out of hand and they don't know how to put it back in the bottle. Actually, that's how I feel about it. So I think the general public sees that. And I think they're going to vote Republican and keep President Trump in because what's the alternative here? Let, let, let's ask talk about that. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro we're speaking with Pat Cordalesa, who is a candidate. Uh, Rhode Island State Senate. It's Cranston in West, part of West Warwick, but mostly Cranston. Is that also, is that Western Cranston or Dean Estates, or is there another senator that's Western Cranston? It, it, basically, the, uh, the, the borderline is uh, Oakland Avenue going up toward Tommy's Pizza. It stops right around there. But it also encompasses co- the Costco project, which I'm totally against. I tell you, the residents up there, which is um, Terrence, Terrence, uh, Hill up in that area, Hills, Hilltop uh, Drive. The residents are totally against the Costco development there, John, and I support them. Um, for what happened down at the mulch plant on Pontiac Avenue, which my opponent made $175,000 and then submitted legislature, legislation in 2013 to, to protect the mulch plant developer, and the residents have no say in quality of life or standard of living issues. I was there in the people's backyards seeing mulch flying through the air. And the poor people came enjoy picnics in their own property. It's, it's outrageous. And it got through. The, my opponent pushed that through. She, wasn't, she didn't care about the, the residents. It was all about pocket change. And we can't have that happen again at Costco. Because technically, it could happen again by, you know, senators have the right or the opportunity to submit legislation for districts in areas. For instance, um, you know, tax subsidized real estate that could be considered, um, you know, inferior or low standard. And they can get big tax write-offs down there and zone changing. If I'm the senator, that's not going to happen. They're not going to buy me. Folks, again, Pat Cordalesa is our guest, and he is running. I, I am asking all the people. Hannah Gallo has been there. If there were term limits, how, how long has she been in office, Chris? First of all, I just also want to say this. The fact that she is there, and is she a current teacher or retired teacher? She's a current teacher. Current teacher. That is a complete conflict of interest. They're passing all this legislation. Um, never mind now, I'm sure she's against returning to the classroom. How long has Hannah Gallo been in office? 20 years. See, that's too long. I mean, come on. Ten terms. That is too long. People of Cranston, make a change. The state house behind us has not been improving. Pat Cordalesa, some new blood. You would be great in the Rhode Island Senate. And something else that the people in your area need to know, and everyone needs to pay attention to this, is if Joe Biden becomes elected president, everyone should pay attention to this. One of the things he's going to push for is all low-income housing should go into all the suburbs. So now in some communities, they already have that. 
But they want to push it even more. So all the people in Cranston should realize that anyone that's living in a nice area development, get ready for huge chunks of land to be taken and turn into low-income housing. And let's face it, that just brings down your property values. That's not what America is all about. Well, that's it's, 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 it's a very good possibility that a lot of things are going to be changing with a liberal, progressive agenda. And uh, the basic, uh, you know, conservative or honorable uh, taxpayer is going to suffer. The key here, I think, is who protects your home if they defund the police? I mean, honestly, we're all going to have to defend our homes singly. And look what happened in St. Louis with that poor couple defending their beautiful property. Their guns were removed. So the mob can go back and destroy their property and make threats and, 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 and uh, innuendos against those poor people. Imagine, that, imagine living like that at night, not knowing when the mob's coming back. You know, John, it, it's, it's, really, it's really a dangerous time right now. That's why we need people to come out, like myself and others, to come out and, and change the way this is going on. Because um, it has to. If not, we're going to have potentially you know, civil unrest all over the country. Folks, what I like is Pat Cordelessa, and you're, you, I give you a lot of credit, Pat. You don't, just, <clears throat> you don't just talk about it. You're running for office. Folks, Trump supporter, uh, very pro-Second Amendment. You, you carry a firearm or possess, you own a firearm. I own, I own uh, firearms. I, do, I don't have a permit. Okay. Um, uh, own them. Believe in the Second Amendment. Also pro-life. And the biggest thing is, for those listening, or maybe you know someone in Cranston, it is about time. That someone, uh, you need new blood in the Senate. You need new blood in the Senate. And and the fact is that Pat Cordelessa would bring some of that change. And Pat, here's the other thing. The area you're in, by the way, and folks, this portion of the program, by the way, is brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Remember, uh, as Pat was saying, when they say defund the police, we say Competition Shooting Supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call them at 727-1716, 727-1716. Stop it and see our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies, Firearms, Ammunition, Accessories. Pat, you're in a big area that has supported President Trump. Well, 27,000 voters. I think we had about maybe 13,000 vote two years ago. Oh, wow. uh, the former Republican candidate got about 44% uh, gallows in that area. In that area. Wow. <clears throat> so I think we can do a little better than that. And I think we can actually win the, uh, the election with, with, the, with, the, uh, with the general public coming out, wanting change, wanting property protection. And, of course, the key here is have someone there to look after their, their funds, their money. You have someone there now that's, that's in the pocket of, of, the, of the teachers union. And, you know, I could be fair with the teachers union also, but you have to also think of the other side. That's who's paying for these these, these increases. I mean, Hannah basically enhanced the, this, the dis- distribution of funds going into the teacher's retirement fund, including herself. I would like to be sitting in that chair, you know, in a private business sector, you know, enhancing your, your own retirement money uh, percentage. So that stuff has to end. You know, you need someone who's neutral, impartial, and be fair for both sides. And there's a lot of other things there, too. I mean, it's just... Um, you know, uh, the pro-gun, uh, anti-gun agenda, which I think the United States Supreme Court threw out regarding magazines, John, which is great. I mean, Rhode Island was going to push that law through, but we had the rally and we got uh, the attention to the general public back in, I think, February of this year, uh, which we all attended. Um, so, you know, that was big. But they're looking to, uh, to really change things in a liberal, progressive way, which I think is way too far left. And that's, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm running, you know? Give, give the people a chance to be able to have an opportunity. And that's why we have other candidates that are running. And um, to give uh, the, the voters a chance to have an option instead of having a one-party system in Rhode Island. It's not right. It's, it, 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 it brews corruption. It absolutely does. How can people get in touch with uh, Pat Cordelessa in the Cordelessa campaign? Well, it's patcordelessa at gmail.com. There's also Pat Cordelessa uh, Facebook. And there's also uh, Pat Cordelessa for Rhode Island Senate District 27. All three issues are on uh, easy access to the, uh, to the listeners and the viewers. And uh, we're moving forward uh, like I did two years ago. Tough battle against N- Nelly Gobea. We, we focused on a lot of issues regarding that are new and that are happening today, focusing on two years ago. 
We brought we brought witnesses forward. You brought a lot of things to the surface that now, two years later, are all coming out. Absolutely. That's true. And we were proud of that. And, uh, and uh, unfortunately, we didn't get the exposure that, that we should have gotten. You know, the news media should, should look into it. If, even if it's far-fetched, take a, take a shot, look at it. You know, we're not talking candidates here. We're all Americans trying to, to improve our system of democracy. So, you know, uh, we're facing a mail ballot issue in November. You're looking maybe uh, two years ago we had about 385,000 voters. I think uh, we had maybe 30,000 that did mail ballots this time around in November. It's the opposite. We're going to have about 350,000 mail ballots. And maybe 35,000 uh, people who go to the polls and vote in person. Question. We had 2,800 people who signed ballots, mailed them in. And this is Common Cause, ACLU. I don't hear anybody complaining that their votes didn't count because they didn't get in on time. That's right. Folks, because of Pat, we turned the, to- uh, the uh, phrase nervous Nelly. You made Nelly go be a very nervous running against her for Secretary of State. Well. We, we gave it our try. We, do, we tried our best. We tried to put the, the issues on. We didn't, we didn't make it personal. It was all based on issues that are coming to, to fruition now. And just think, John, this could be Florida with the hang and Chad. Because I'm running, and there's other federal candidates like Alan Waters and Bob Lancia. They're going to have watches there. They're going to have uh, mediators to make sure when that ballot gets on that table where, you know, the Board of Elections have volunteers and workers reviewing those ballots. Now, here's the question. My last name ends in an A. What happens if that person that's checking that ballot sees an A that could be an O? My vote could be thrown out because maybe I voted for President Trump. Now, on the opposite on the opposite uh, scenario, could it be a Biden voter that they give him a pass and let, let it slide? Because who's controlling the Board of Elections? Who's picking the employees there? Uh, Secretary of State's office. And, of course, you know and I know that people are registering to vote without an ID. That's a big part of it. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show brought to my brother's disposal. Remember, if you need a dumpster in your driveway, maybe you're doing a small household construction project or a backyard project, or maybe you're just going to clean out some unwanted belongings, call Brother's Disposal today at 688-0517, 688-0517 for Brother's Disposal. Pat, let me talk about it, and I want to mention your opponent, Hannah Gallo. She has not come out and supported the police. She has not uh, reaffirmed backing the blue. She has not condemned the rioting. Uh, she hasn't come down on any of that. She hasn't talked about not defunding the police. Your opponent, to me, is basically in line with all of these extreme protesters that want to defund the police. Silence is complicit. Yeah. Uh, the, my opponent has not had any statements regarding any issues for the last three months. So I assume, you know, after primary, uh, things will heat up here because we're going to call her out on her track record. Uh, <clears throat> you know, the evergreen contract, the, the truck, she signed, she approved the truck tolls. She, she, she's, uh, you know, basically third term uh, uh, late abortion uh, there. Um, uh, she's, she's abortion at birth is really her thing. Would you be willing to debate her maybe at the, um, I think sometimes they have it at like the Cranston Public Library. It might be tough because of the pandemic. Uh, it might have to be done virtually. It could be done. It could even be done outside somewhere. But would you be willing to debate Hannah Gallo? Absolutely. We, 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 we debated Nelly Gobea, you know, and we had a great time doing that hour. So we would definitely uh, debate uh, Hannah Gallo on her track record and her history of what she's done with in, in, in the Senate. 20, remember, 20 years, not much done. And what she's done is really t- technically things that I think the general public, the majority of the people uh, would be against. But, you know, when you don't have a basic, uh, you know, competition where she's got a watchdog, uh, her votes because of, you know, you got, out of I think, 38 senators, you got maybe five Republicans. We kind of get pushed to the side there. We get our five minutes, as they say. But you get a few more up there during Costa's running for Senate. Charlie is, uh, I think, Charles Callahan, right? He's running for Senate. You know, a couple of Republican senators can completely change the dynamic in the Rhode Island Senate. What is it like? And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Wednesday. Coming up at 1 o'clock, we will be carrying Governor Mundo press briefing. We're right outside across from the State House Veterans Auditorium. Um, but what, what, take us through when you're going up to someone's door. My name is Pat Cordelessa. I'm running for State Senate. What are some of the things that you're hearing 
that people are concerned about as you're talking to them on their front steps? Well, the, the, the concern about the economic issues re- reflecting the pandemic. They're, they're reflecting also the concern about the school expense that's going out the door that they're paying for, especially elderly that own a home at a car, nice cottage in Garden City. They're paying big dough for their taxes, maybe seven to $9,000 a house, and they're not getting a return on it because of the education costs. And they know, remember, Ms. Gallo sits on the education, sits as uh, co-chair, I think, of the education board in Rhode Island, and the test scores were in last place. And I had a, I, I had a negotiation with this on, on a taxpayer who liked, liked her, and once they realized that we're in last place regarding education across the board. It's like, well, wait a minute, you know, what are we doing here? So, you know, once the, the real numbers come out and they don't sugarcoat things, I think people are going to have a really uh, change of heart here. Folks, again, it's John DePietro. We're speaking with Pat Cortalesa. He is running state senate against Hannah Gallo. I am uh, a really imploring people of Cranston. Make a change. She has been there for 20 years. Folks, let me ask you. Hannah Gallo's been there for 20 years. Whether you're Cranston somewhere else. We need term limits. The term limit is going in and voting for someone. Get new blood up there like Pat Cortalesa. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Folks, remember, look for them on Facebook. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Food, cafe, bakery, delicious Trump uh, chocolate donuts, Trump soda. Stop it and see them. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Well, Pat, again... Um, I, I don't blame the elderly for feeling they're paying so much in their taxes. And, I mean, I grew up in Cranston, but that district and the Cranston schools, they, they're, they're not performing at the level they could be at. For the funds, they're getting millions of dollars, John, and the, the return is not happening. The kids' scores are really bad. I mean, across the board, if you talk about Providence, Central Falls, Pawtucket, oh, I mean, this, I mean, mayoral laws that gave up. Uh, the, the schools, the school system in Providence, he gave up, and and you know, I mean, we got to get those, we got to get things happening, and and, and like you said, uh, with uh, I'm pro charter school. Thank God, of course you are. Okay, and that's great because if Biden is elected, the first thing he wants to do is get rid of the charter schools because he has a deal with the teachers union. That's that's correct. People don't realize that that parents like their kids taught in taught in charter school. Choice, absolutely. Think of that. He wants to put in more low-income housing, and if Biden gets elected, the first thing eliminated are all the charter schools to give all that money to the failed government schools. Pat, Pat Cordelessa, it's not right. That's correct. I just want to also say, John, we have 18 Republicans candidates for Senate this year. Really? That's got to be like a record. I don't remember 18. Yeah, Sue, Sue Clancy's done a great job. Yes, yeah, Sue Sienke. Who else is running state Senate? I was unaware of that. We named two. You, Callahan, Doreen Costa. Who else? I really I, I really haven't met anyone else. Oh, they, okay. So, But those three that you just mentioned, uh, you know, Doreen is like the uh, the, the wild one. <laughs> she's unbelievable. She's out there. She's campaigning. This would make a big difference in the state Senate if you could get elected. Uh, I live in Pacotalesa District in West Warwick. That's terrific, Both Now, how are the signs coming? Uh, would you give out some signs for people who don't put your signs out? Absolutely. Just have to email me, call me. Uh, my cell phone's on uh, my uh, Facebook page. And we'll have the truck come out. The Cordelessa campaign truck is back. Yes, it's all- oh, good. And the table? <laughs> Yes, the table too. Uh, so everything's it, that 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 truck is unbelievable because it's all you know flagged up and signed up. So it goes through like the neighborhoods. It's like the ice cream truck. So we got to put a little music on it with the with the. Yeah. What is the reaction as you're going through and people see your truck? Are they uh, you know coming out? They, they you know what? It, it's a great it's a great um, image because they know who you are. But, you know, you got to walk up to someone's door with a mask on. People get a little nervous, you know. But once they see the truck and my volunteers get out of the truck, we bring them, you know, pamphlets. Then they'll come out and talk. We chat. And then, you know, they all get relaxed. And and uh, it becomes a great, uh, you know, couple minutes of, of chatting of, of the issues. And, again, the issues are the taxes they're paying. Uh, they're concerned about violence. Um and they're concerned about the economy of Rhode Island. They're really now, the district that you are in Cranston, is that the same district of the rep race between uh, House Speaker Nick Mattiello and Barbara Ann Fenton Funk? That basically is, a, is the border of that district. So I think he's, he's in, she's in maybe 17, and that district is rep, that representative district is um, 16. Okay, 
So that's not your district. I'm, I'm District 27 for Senate. She's running as a representative. Right. No, but I'm saying, but the Senate has a larger. Are, are you uh, the yes. same voters? Yes. You are. Yes. All right. Well, then that's huge because that district yes. is the largest vote district for Trump voters, I believe, in the entire state. Well, um, Barbara and Fung is definitely in that district where I think okay. that President Trump had the highest ratio yeah. in Cranston. Yeah. So if you, there's a chance that you could win the Senate seat and then she would be the representative for that area. It's a great chance. Wow. So Cranston is a hotbed. You have the mayoral race. That is a tough uh, election. Um, are, you, are you siding with anyone? You're just going to wait to see who wins the primary. I love both guys. Um, there's a little personal issue there with Ken Hopkins that we had chatted before he was decided to run. So he kind of let me decide what I wanted to do. And then he wanted to jump into the race after the fact. And I'll tell you what, I've done this before in, the, in 2002 with Cicilline and with Paolino. And once you make a, your word is your bond, you shake your hand and you, you, you wish them both well. But I'm taking that kind of approach to it. And once that primary is over in two weeks or two and a half weeks, it's gun ho all the way with the Republican mayor, mayoral candidate. Because Alan Fung has done a great job for mayor. You know, and you know, John, we've dealt with Mayor Cianci, who allegedly was the greatest mayor of, of Rhode Island for years. However, Alan Fung very quietly gets the job done. He's got his own style. But Pat Cotalesa, let me ask you this. As someone that you lived in Providence, ran for mayor, can you believe the condition of downtown Providence now? It's... It's unbelievable, John. I mean, I, I do you ever remember it this bad way? I don't think people go around. It's it's still boarded up. Uh, I, I mean, you have empty buildings. It was bad in the 70s. It definitely got better in the 80s, certainly better in the 90s. But right now, I mean, New York City is decimated. But if you go around, I, I don't remember if Providence has ever been in its worst shape than it is right now. It's pretty tough right now. And you know, I spent seven years in Kennedy Plaza with the comp- with yeah. the with the restaurant complex down there. I think at this time, if you look back, it was probably called the Ritz Carlton now because, you know, things have changed negatively so badly. And, you know, with uh, all the property around there, vacant. I mean, just think about this, John. Look at the riots, what they did. You know how much glass insurance oh, is? And you know, we talked about this. The insurance companies... This is a this is a uh, on record. Do not pay for civil unrest, riots, or terrorism. Those poor property owners were on the hook for all that glass. Terrible, mm-hmm. folks. Again, my guest is uh, Pat Cordalesa and Pat. Now remaining uh, with just moments for where folks. Then we're going to take a break and get ready. Governor Mundo press briefing coming up at one o'clock. Um, the the floor is yours. What do you want to tell people about your campaign? how they get in touch with you, how they can look for you, you need volunteers, whatever it is. Well, we can always use volunteers. Just call 401-345-4892. We can always use donations. That helps. We have big billboards. This time around, I'm more prepared than two years ago. This time around, we have billboards coming up on Pontiac Avenue with our agenda, with our platform. We have uh, ads going into the Cranston Herald. It's starting next on the 1st of September. They'll run for eight weeks. We have palm cards. We have, um, uh, we'll do some vis- visual TV uh, cable stuff. Um, and mail mailers going out in the U.S. postage uh, service. So I think, and of course, walking, which is the number one thing in politics. Really? It's one-on-one yeah. to meet the people. And with all that said, I think with the economy and what's going on November, this is going to be, if this isn't the year, I'm not sure. Well, if this doesn't get the people off their behinds no, to do their plan. thing, right. this, this is, is the time. Folks, uh, Pat, you have my full endorsement. I will do anything I can to help you win that seat. Oh, John, we love you, and you keep up the good work. You're, you've, put your li- you've actually put your life on the line now trying to expose, yes. and you've got to call it like it is. You're, right. you're a warrior now. Nope. You're like one of the soldiers that came off Normandy uh, Beach. I appreciate that. Folks, here's what we're going to do. It's John DePietro. Again, thank you, Pat. We're going to take a quick break, send it back to the studio with Jeff. But stay tuned because, folks, you don't want to miss this. Governor Mundo press briefing coming up at leave it right here, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Let's send it back to Jeff. You are listening to The John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI.
pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new insulation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation, second to none. Whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call my friends at J.K.L. 401 401- 351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Let's be nice and comfortable in your home. JKL 401-351-7600. Well, good morning. It's John DePietro on this Wednesday. Folks, here I am. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Um so on this Wednesday, August 19th, last night was uh, some kind of night with the Democrat National Convention. It's obviously being uh, it's so different this year, the fact that they're doing it virtually. And But last night, that was, um, that was certainly something that – so you had the, – the gentleman a lot of people didn't recognize. He is the Democrat Party chairman of Rhode Island, Joseph McNamara, representative from Warwick. And so they came up with the idea. So they have there's him, and he's not really looking at the camera. They might have been looking into the sun. So he looked almost like a blind man. But I'm going to guess that that was somewhere in Warwick by the water. I know Warwick by the water pretty well. I couldn't place it unless that was over by the Rocky Point open space or unless it was uh, part of Buttonwoods. But anyhow, so you had him. You had, if you saw the roll call, they went around to the different states. And then they also had um, someone from Iggy's Charterhouse in uh, Oakland Beach. But that guy's in a like a black ninja. It looked like an ISIS. <laughs> we haven't seen them in a while. Execution outfit. And he's holding a plate of calamari. And they um, <clears throat> actually decided to... Um, to try to use that as an occasion to kind of hawk the hawk the calamari, so it seemed you'd think it could have been more picturesque. And someone from from Iggy's, I would have put him in the you know traditional just khaki pants and a blue shirt, but he's all in black. And McNamara is standing there in a very distinct way. It was a little odd, but it it absolutely took off and was a big hit. <coughs> Excuse me. It was even trending on Twitter, and so uh, that was different. That was probably the most effective thing of the night was the the roll call. And a couple of the highlights of last night was Alexandria Ocasio Cortez AOC did not even mention Joe Biden, which a lot of people are talking about. She was given only sixty seconds. She used that to continue to harp and hype Bernie Sanders, who she supported, and that's a good indication. The left they are not fully on board with the Biden campaign. Then maybe they'll be on board to try to help him defeat President Trump, but in no way embracing um, embracing the, the Biden campaign. Now, I don't think a lot of the rest of the night was memorable. I didn't care. I didn't like the Colin Powell took shots against the current president. Um, and then also Cindy McCain. I mean, that's continues to drag out. The daughter was upset. President Trump about John McCain. She'd always talk about that on The View. 
And now here's Sidney McCain, instead of just being the, uh, you know, quiet Republican, they decide to be vocal against the president. But as much as I don't think, I don't think that stuff is effective. Maybe it is. Again, I'm not certainly the target. The target are independent voters, Republican voters, really, in swing battleground states. Try to get them to feel comfortable voting for um, Joe Biden. But say what you want. Listen, Jill Biden, the Bidens come across, I will say this, they, they come across as very nice people. And last night was a big night for Jill Biden. And they they have been, same with the, you know, they have been through a lot. Vice president for eight years. It's obviously well known. He overcame a terrible tragedy where he lost his first wife and, and young daughter. Then, you know, met and uh, married Jill Biden. And they have seemingly a nice family. <clears throat> so with all the um, the partisan attacks and, and everything that he has been, you know, and I, I understand the whole Biden in the basement and Sleepy Joe and all this other stuff. But. It, it is hard to argue with. You have to be objective. And last night, Jill Biden came across as someone who, you know, they, they have very decent people and they have uh, worked very hard, seem to have a very strong family. That was very difficult when he lost his son, uh, Bo Biden. And so I thought that was effective. She is very, very likable and she's a very accomplished individual. And has led a very meaningful life. And so I I recognize that between now and November, it's obviously going to get very ugly. And the objective is to win. But last night, if if you really want to be objective, you had to come away from that and look at Jill Biden as someone who um, I thought she was very, very sincere and they have a lot to be proud of with the life that they've lived and and uh, and everything that he has accomplished. Senator and then vice president for eight years. And now here he is, the nominee for the president. So I'd like the people to kind of keep that in mind. I, I do notice there's a tendency with some people that, um, all right, it's OK to be a Trump supporter, but it doesn't mean everyone has to be so demonized on the other side. You can recognize when there's someone who comes across in a very dignified, professional manner, uh, highly likable manner. If you were somewhere and didn't know them and met them, uh, Joe and Jill Biden seem like the type of people you'd want to get to know. Very, very nice, uh, a polished, professional, courteous, just seem pretty down to earth with everything that they've gone through. So I wanted to uh, mention that. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Remember, this portion of the program brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in and see them located right off of Route 4, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's Steve, it's Debbie, it's Junior, it's Byron. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Right now, God, they're fall. Things for the fall plant, for the fall kale. Everything coming in very, very nicely. Look for them on Facebook. They have a great Facebook page. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And also their website is prmaterials.shops. Keep it tuned right here. We have a lot more to go.